Women's Health Melbourne is an innovative, holistic fertility and women's health practice. We are world leaders in IVF and egg freezing and provide our patients with every opportunity to achieve their goals. Our hand-picked expert team provides the ultimate care experience for our patients. Reach us at womenshealthmelbourne.com.au and follow us at Women's Health Melbourne and at Dr Rayleigh Alou. Welcome back to Knocked Up, the podcast about fertility and women's health. You are joined, as always, by me, Geordie Morrison, and Dr. Rayleigh Alou, CREI Fertility Specialist. Today, we have a special guest, Georgia Borowski, naturopath from Women's Health Melbourne. Welcome back, Georgia, to Knocked Up. Thank you. Thanks for having me back. Today, we're talking about coming off the pill. And Georgia, we'll get to why would someone see a naturopath when they're coming off the pill. But I want to ask Raylia first about why people go on the pill in the first place and what it does for them, because there's more than the obvious. A lot of people mean the combined oral contraceptive pill when we say the pill. There's a few other oral contraceptive options like the progesterone-only mini pill, but the combined oral contraceptive pill was the first form of reliable hormonal contraception that was in a woman's power to control her fertility. And it was invented to stop a woman from becoming pregnant when she didn't want to. How it works is by giving a stable dose of the hormones, estrogen and progesterone. What that does is act at the level of the brain to tell the pituitary gland not to make follicle-stimulating hormone and luteinizing hormone. So it, in essence, cancels the menstrual cycle. The brain doesn't talk to the ovary when you're on the pill. The ovary is effectively switched off and it doesn't make the hormones estrogen and progesterone sequentially as would normally happen with an ovulatory menstrual cycle. Because of that, you don't release an egg every month And that means that you have no risk with perfect use of getting pregnant in that month. So that was the original reason the pill was invented. Subsequently, it is sometimes used to turn off the menstrual cycle in women with various conditions where the menstrual cycle causes them problems. So for example, endometriosis can be treated with the oral contraceptive pill as it's an inflammatory condition of the pelvis where the hormones of the menstrual cycle provoke the condition. So turning the menstrual cycle off improves symptom management. There are other conditions like polycystic ovarian syndrome where the pill can be used to turn the menstrual cycle off but keep the lining of the uterus protected and manage some symptoms of the syndrome. Women with polycystic ovarian syndrome ovulate sporadically or sometimes very infrequently and what that means is they have instead of the balanced yin and yang of estrogen and progesterone cyclically as occurs in the natural cycle they have unopposed estrogen for a long period of time without progesterone and that can cause problems with the endometrial lining becoming susceptible to abnormalities and the development of polyps and even endometrial cancers sometimes putting someone on the pill with PCOS is to help with symptom control but also to protect their endometrium in terms of symptom control with PCOS going on the pill reduces the level of 
circulating testosterone by a secondary mechanism. It induces the liver to produce a protein called sex hormone binding globulin. Effectively, this binds testosterone, which is otherwise quite high in women with PCOS. There are a few different reasons that someone can go on the pill. Sometimes when someone has really painful periods and they don't want to have a period or if they have periods that are annoying and they want to skip them, for example, if they have a wedding or they have international travel or other events, if they're a swimmer, if they have competitive concerns as an athlete, they might want to skip their periods and you can do that on the pill as well. I know Georgia sees quite a few patients about how they can improve their skin condition after coming off the pill. What does the pill do to help people who experience acne? Acne in the skin can be exacerbated, not necessarily caused by, but exacerbated by high levels of androgens, including testosterone. And it's the induction of that sex hormone binding globulin protein and the binding of testosterone in the blood um, that is a secondary effect of the pill that can improve the skin symptoms of women on the pill. There's also lots of different types of pills. So there's not just one formulation. It's like if you go to the milkshake shop, you can have lots of different flavours of milkshakes. So <laughs> the pill has different progestogens in it and some of the progesterone analogues used in some pills actually have a dual function of being an androgen receptor blocker. So they can actually also, as well as that, all pills induce sex hormone binding globulin. That's a function of estrogen in the pill. But some pills, the progesterone actually blocks testosterone receptors. So it can have that dual function for skin. So Georgia, it sounds like there's so much that you could probably help with. Why do you see people when they're coming off the pill? I see people coming off the pill for all sorts of reasons. For some women, it'll be about wanting to conceive, therefore coming off the pill and wanting to look at helping to regulate their cycles post coming off the pill, which depending on the woman can take extended amount of time. Sometimes people come off the pill because they just don't feel good on it and they feel like it's disrupting their moods or making them just not feel like themselves. There's such a large array of reasons why somebody might not want to be on it. And I guess from my perspective, it's always just about supporting the woman for whatever their reason is and whatever that choice is when they decide that it's enough for them and that they don't want to be on the pill anymore. You've written a blog on the, on our website at Women's Health Melbourne about getting cycles back on track after coming off the pill. How does a naturopath support someone in that? Ideally, no intervention would be needed, you know, that a woman would come off the pill and their cycle will just return normally. But what we find is that for a number of different reasons, one might be that they were put on the pill because their cycles were irregular and then they come off the pill and the problem is still exists. So it's a matter of like getting to the root cause of the problem, which is why their cycles might be irregular to start with. So like what Rayleigh has said about somebody who might have PCOS and their cycles are erratic, that is definitely one of the main reasons why somebody might come and see a naturopath because they've gone on the pill because their cycle was irregular. They've been told that the pill will help to sort of create a regular bleed, which it which it does, but it doesn't necessarily or in any way get to the root cause of why their periods might have been disrupted to start with. For the reasons that Raleigh talked about, is it that they have high androgens or testosterone? Is it from having PCOS that they 
have all of the different things that PCOS can bring. So blood sugar instability that causes their hormones to um, to be irregular. We look at everything really when it comes to how to get their cycles regular again. We can have a huge impact through dietary changes, using herbal medicine, but always try and get to the root cause of what was going on before they started taking the pill. And sometimes you're looking at the same woman 10 years later where, or even longer where they've been on the pill for a long time and they never really got to the bottom of why they weren't having regular cycles to start with. How long after coming off the pill would you expect your period to come back to regular? So for most people who don't have that underlying issue that's stopping it from happening, within a month or two a period should return. After stopping the pill, even for some people as quickly as four weeks after the last pill. And is there a point where you go, it's been three months, six months, my my period hasn't come back, that they should come and see yourself or Georgia or their GP? If someone has stopped their oral contraceptive pill and they haven't had a cycle within a couple of months, reaching out for help is, is good. One cause of a missed period is a pregnancy. (laughs) So that can happen too. Some people can stop the pill and get pregnant very quickly. It's not the common experience, but some people can. So one of the tests that we do when someone hasn't had a period for a few months is also a pregnancy test. When someone comes off the pill in anticipation of a pregnancy, how can seeing a naturopath help get their bodies ready for pregnancy? So one of the things that I do a lot with women who are in anticipation of wanting to fall pregnant is really help to support their uh, vitamin and nutrient levels and making sure that we really get their body as ready as possible for pregnancy. So what does that mean? We know that women who have been on the pill for a long time can be depleted in some minerals. So we do definitely focus a lot on things like B vitamins and folate and uh, magnesium, things that we know that the pill can deplete the body of. What we call like that three-month waiting period where we know where, where we can spend, you know, three or four months really supporting a woman from a nutritional perspective, getting the foundation right so that all of the vitamin and minerals that need to be there to support the egg quality and the uterine lining that are all there so that when the pregnancy occurs, everything is in the best possible health that it can be in, using antioxidants, vitamins and minerals, really supporting a woman through healthy diet, trying to remove things that we know can be problematic. So obviously reducing or removing alcohol altogether. If somebody is a smoker, really making sure that they're avoiding smoking and really focusing on what we can do during this time to maximise and optimise a woman's health and reproductive health. I think it's important to say that while as at Women's Health Melbourne, I act as a fertility specialist to help people who are having trouble getting pregnant, it's equally important for people who have not necessarily even tried to get pregnant to have that education piece about optimizing their baseline condition and baseline chance of getting pregnant. You know, it's very reasonable for anyone to come and see Georgia when they're thinking about having a baby as opposed to when some people, the one in six couples who need help to have a baby, have tried and tried and identified issues and not been able to succeed and and that's the type of patient I see or patients who 
have an obvious reason from the very beginning as to why they need help. George, I, I would say that the kind of advice you are able to provide patients has very universal application to anyone trying to have a baby. Nothing like brings me more joy than when somebody sits down and says, I'm thinking about having a baby. I'm thinking about getting pregnant in like four or six months. And I just want to be like the absolute healthiest that I can be. I just feel so grateful with that time that I then have to be able to have already without the stress getting their cycles back on track you know I have a number of people number of women I'm seeing at the moment who are in that situation who their cycles are 30 to 35 or 38 day cycles that you know we're looking at really kind of making the cycles a little bit more regular optimizing their nutrients and really getting them into a position when the time comes and they're ready to have a baby that having you know regular ovulation regular menstruation they can track their cycles easier because they have a more regular cycle and we know that the foundations have been laid I feel like it's a really exciting place for me to be in as a naturopath when people want to have that preparation and allow themselves that time to be prepared. Raya, Georgia mentioned before about the three to four months before conception we talk quite a lot as does Georgia about the hundred days Why are the 100 days important? And I mean, I'm asking a question I know the answer to a little bit, but this also applies to the male in the equation. We're talking about the fundamentals of gametogenesis, which is the creation of the gamete or the egg or sperm cell. And over, for men, about 75 days on average, for women, more like the 100 days. That is the time it takes for a gamete or egg or sperm cell to go from its resting phase to being fully prepared and ready to try for a baby. For eggs, women do make all the eggs we're ever going to make for our life in our own kind of fetal state. By 20 weeks gestation, we've made all our eggs, but they are in arrested development. And they have to then reactivate and mature and go through a process of what's called recruitment, follicle recruitment. And it's part of the selection process actually of getting the best eggs ready to have a chance of being involved in a pregnancy. Men, on the other hand, are a little bit different to women. Men make sperm until the day they die from puberty onwards from stem cells. Sperm have a much shorter life than eggs, but it is still a long life. And it takes roughly 75 days from a sperm to be a round stem cell called a spermatogonium to being a what we call spermatid or spermatozoa, which is the mature form of sperm that we see in the ejaculate that has a head, a midpiece and a tail and can swim and look for an egg. Both of the processes of making egg and sperm involve reduction divisions of DNA So making the final genetic blueprint that's going to be given to a baby. Eggs start out with four times the DNA they're going to give to a baby, as do the original sperm stem cells. But sperm actually divide that four times um, DNA into four separate sperm, whereas eggs, the cell remains intact and they kick out little packages of DNA. So we do have very different biology for sperm and egg. They both go through that process, which is called meiosis. It's a fundamentally different type of cell division unique to egg and sperm and very important in making what we call a haploid or half the DNA of a human gamete because we only give half of our DNA 
to our babies. The other half comes from our partner, from egg or from sperm. That process takes time. That time is something we can influence. The health of our bodies and the environment of preparing eggs and sperm for release or for use in IVF, for example, is something we can influence and it's an opportunity to be proactive. I know we're focusing on coming off the pill, but this tells me that men should also be seeing Georgia in the 100 days before getting pre- before they're helping someone get pregnant. When you think about it in the way that Rayleigh is describing it, that you have got this time beforehand where you can have so much of an impact and being proactive around the the time beforehand really allows this opportunity to optimise and maximise what we're giving our babies. It's so empowering to think what, what we can do, how much we can change in three months for a male or female who might not have the healthiest lifestyle or who might be making some poor choices in their life that they can make such a difference in a three or four month period time that you can have such a great impact by being proactive and knowing the changes that you can make. I want to end this episode by talking about skin because I know that whilst it's not something Raylia really does, it is something that Georgia you see a lot of. For people who have started taking the pill to help control their acne, when they come off the pill, whether it be for pregnancy or anything else, that acne is going to come back. How does seeing a naturopath help improve skin condition? When people come to see me in this scenario where they've come off the pill or sometimes people come to me before they come off the pill and they tell me, like, I want to come off the pill and I know that as a 21-year-old I had really bad acne and I'm now 35 and I want to come off the pill but I'm terrified of what my skin's going to look like. The way that I really help to support them is by looking at everything from their hormones, coupled with looking at digestion, detoxification, how efficiently somebody detoxifies. So for example, looking at hormones, their digestion, how well they're eliminating what they don't need, because we know that in order to have like a really well-balanced body that is functioning optimally, going to the toilet regularly, sweating, making sure that they are like clearing what they don't need is going to be a really important element for having healthy skin. It's not a like a one size fits all, but it will be looking at lots of different elements around, as I said, hormones, d- detoxification, digestion, and how all of them interplay with each other around coming off the pill and, and problematic skin in general. To support Knocked Up, leave us a review or recommend to a friend. Join us on Instagram at Knocked Up Podcast and join Raylia at Dr. Raylia Lou. And email us your questions to podcast at womenshealthmelbourne.com.au. Listener.